This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. and streaming live all across America. This is Home Talk USA with Michael King, where we will discuss topics pertaining to your home with industry-leading experts. Michael King is a licensed general contractor with more than 30 years of experience in home improvements and the author of Contracting with the King. Join us this hour for our segment, Invent America, with your co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Discover what's next in the home improvement industry and explore new products and innovations. Or if you have that next great big idea, learn what it takes to bring your invention to the world as Michael King and Rita Crompton talk to America's inventors and innovators. Remember, the America of tomorrow is being invented today. We invite you to visit us at HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, we proudly present Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Yeah, Welcome, America. That's right. It's always about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is part of the Home Talk USA radio family. This is the Invent America show. What we do is um, basically we educate you, we guide you, we advise you uh, on different technologies. And if you're an inventor or a uh, manufacturer, or we kind of give you a blueprint of how to take your idea from, say, an idea to actually go through the steps to get your um, product on the shelves. And there's a whole steps in between, and that's what we do here each week and every week. So we can get you that that patent so you can understand, um, you know, uh, uh, intellectual property rights and all these great things that you need. So we used to do this, like, within the three hours, guess here, guess there, and I said, well, let's kind of put it all together because, look, Let's face it, it is the technologies of the future, and that's what we do here. Well, I'd like to welcome my co-host right now. Her, well, they call her the Inventor Lady, and uh, she kind of sits in and uh, kind of go over all what well, she actually produces the show. She goes out there and finds the guests and the topics to discuss, and uh, and she's a very experienced uh, when it comes to uh uh, inventors, and that's why they call her the Inventor Lady. She's here right now. Hey, Miss Rita, how you doing? I am fine, and it is a pleasure to be here with everyone. And, you know, the the programs that we bring to everybody, one, it, it tells the consumers what cool new products are out there that they're going to want to go and find. Um, but it also explains how challenging it is for inventors to get from I have an idea to the marketplace. I think there's a greater appreciation then when a new product hits the market and our listeners are like, oh, my goodness, do you know what they went through to get this into our hands? Um, and it's exciting. And Invent America because Americans invent. We solve problems. Well, tell you, Rita, um, we're going to talk about something that's so uh, important because it can be complicated, and that's prototyping, uh, prototypes. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's got to start from 
the idea, and then it's got to go to putting, writing it down, and it goes from writing it down to actually do a prototype. That prototype's probably going to change a hundred times before it's actually been um, uh, all the kinks have been worked out because you don't want to invest in say ten thousand of these items if you if they're not going to sell or they're not uh, right or manufactured right or um, you know uh, so so prototyping is it why it does get so complicated though Arita. Well, you're right in the fact that there's layers of it. So you've got your very first one. We always laugh and say, you know, duct tape and cardboard, Legos make some really good prototypes, Play-Doh, whatever you've got sitting around you can find in the kitchen in the garage. Um, because you've got to get it out of your head into something three-dimensional, and you learn a lot that way. It's like, all right, it needs to be smaller, it needs to be bigger, it's, this hinge has got to open this way instead of that way. So that's the first one, is just a trial and error to see what you can do. And then the more advanced one, you might have to go to get some CAD drawings done and somebody that's going to, you know, um, do rapid prototyping. So it prints out of a machine in a type of plastic. You learn more things that way as well. But each phase you go through, you learn something about, you know, what it should look like, how it should feel, how it should work. And, you know, I'll ask inventors like, well, you know, how many prototypes do you have? And it's like, I've got a museum full um, (laughs) on what they had to do to get it ready. Well, today we're going to talk about now the manufacturer's prototype. And that's a whole different phase of prototyping. And so many of our inventors don't realize it. They figure they're going to call somebody up and they're going to say, oh, well, of course I can make this. And the next thing you know, you're ready to start manufacturing. And it's just it's just not that easy. No, it's not. So uh, why don't we dive deep into this, uh, uh, the difference between uh, your prototyping, the customer, you know, the man, the inventor's prototyping and the manufacturing prototype, because at the end of the day, they have to produce the product, right? Right. And what we look for, like we're going to ASD Market Week, which is one of the, the largest shows in the country for all consumer products. And a lot of the inventors are taking what we call the sexy prototype or the proof of concept. So it works the way it's supposed to work. It looks pretty darn close to it. It may not be polished, um, but it still looks good and it functions. So you've got proof of concept. And that that next stage, that next jump to the manufacturer's prototype, well, yours was printed out of machine, made in your garage, maybe the kitchen or whatever, might have had some parts put together and printed out. But it's not making 5,000 out of them based on tooling or mold. And that is the, the last step. And it takes steps. You know, we've got one gentleman, he was so frustrated when the manufacturer started sending prototypes to him. Um, and he goes, but this is not, not what I'm looking for. And it's like, no, you need to understand, before we do 5,000 of these, I want to know the handle is right, the handle is long enough, that the, the top part of it looks right. So it's a trial and error part you know, for the inventor and the designer and the manufacturer's prototype to get it just right. And one of the reasons we take these early-stage products to the show is a lot of times that's where the inventor learns what are the industry standards that they may have missed in their research. Well, you know, and it's one thing you have to understand. The, the manufacturer or the person manufacturing the product has to, uh, you know, uh, it, it, Nine times out of ten, they're automated. So that means that the you know there's automation involved. It has to be programmed in the system so the you know the automation robot can produce it. Because that that's you know that's at the end of the day that's what you have to 
be done. To make a profit, right. you got to mass produce. So uh, it has to be where it can be programmable into the system. You understand? So it, 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 it's it's a lot more involved than say here. Uh, you know, you got to get the robot to agree with you. <laughs> robot might exactly. say, "I can't, I can't do this." <laughs> you know? Exactly. And there, there are times that what the inventor sends to the manufacturer or to a licensee, because a lot of our inventors want to be able to license it, and so they're licensing frequently the the sexy prototype, the proof of concept. Yeah. And the the manufacturer comes back and says, "You know, it can't be done this way at the right price." Yeah, that's so it's the not point. that it can't be done, but a product needs to be at a price the consumer will pay for it. So sometimes redesigning has to go into it. Well, we're going to talk about that, like Rita. There's the music. We yep. got to step away. Got to pay some bills. Okay. We got a great show for you. We got a great show. We're going to have Anthony Williams. Uh, we're going to be talking about a product named RootVid. We have Leslie Holland. We're going to talk about the jewelry closet, and then we're going to have Adam Wick, uh, Wickman. Uh, he's our product expert, industry expert uh, from Kicker Design. So, got a great show. Stay with us right here on the Home Improvement Kicker Broadcast. Design. Kicker Design, Kicker Design is right. one of our sponsors. Yay! Oh Don't yeah, I didn't know that. Hey, come on, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. We got we got to treat him. We got to roll out the red carpet at Adam, but uh, we want to get him uh, Kicker Design. So, hey, stay tuned right here on the Home Improvement Broadcasting Network. I am. The originator, the not the duplicator, please don't accept no substitution along with the ventilator herself, Miss Rita Crafton. This is Home Talk USA radio program on the Genesis Communication Radio Network. Invent America, because America invents. Yahee! We're going to be right back. USA with Michael King. Do you have questions about your next home improvement project or home repairs? Now you can chat with verified home repair and home improvement experts in just minutes. Get the help you need by visiting HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, back to Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. All right, welcome back. That's right, we're moving on right here. We want to welcome and thank all of you. If you're just joining in, this is the uh, Invent America part of the Home Talk USA radio uh, family. Um our next guest, she's on the line right now. Uh, her name is Leslie Holland. We're going to talk about the jury closet. She's on the line right now. Hey, welcome, Miss Leslie. How you doing? Hey, Michael. I'm doing great. I just want to say thanks so much for having me on the show. Well, I tell you what, uh, Rita. Uh, now she's going to be. Uh, we have a very important announcement. We're going to be attending this uh, trade show coming up next month. Can you tell us a little bit about the trade show, uh, Rita? Because I understand Leslie is going to be there, right? Yes, Leslie is going with us. Um, we are going to be going to ASD Market Week. It is the second week of March. It is for all consumer products, and the the really cool thing is that. 
We've got 800 square feet right across from the concession area, so we're in a good location. And these the, the attendees are buyers for the chain stores, for the smaller chains, um, for the independents. And so it's not consumers that are attending the show. There will be 30,000 buyers there looking for different types of products. So we are really excited. And we're glad to have Leslie going along. She's got a beautiful beautiful piece of, of not it's not equipment and it's not necessarily furniture but it's a jewelry box and it is lovely i can't wait to have one myself wow so tell us about it uh uh miss holland tell us about your jewelry box the jewelry closet can do and uh, hello rita as well so uh my idea came from struggles with my own jewelry storage i found myself constantly digging through drawers, looking in boxes and bags for that one piece I wanted to wear, and I had often come up empty-handed, so I knew there had to be a better way. Well, I began looking for that better way, and I found out, well, there really isn't one. Most jewelry organizers never have enough space, and they definitely don't have the right kind of space, so that's when I decided to design an organizer myself. So this is the first and only modular jewelry organizer uh, hopefully coming to market. Users select from an interchangeable set of parts to create a layout that fits their unique jewelry storage needs. So in other words, if you're somebody who loves to wear rings, well, you just choose multiple ring holders for your your closet. And then secondly, uh, the, the cabinet is vertically oriented, so it provides plenty of space for pieces to drape. So we can all say goodbye to tangling, stacking, and clutter. And finally, the jewelry closet is multi-layered, so it holds a lot of jewelry in a small space while the parts ensure that there's a place for every single piece, and it keeps those pieces visible and accessible. The jewelry closet is not only highly functional, the end result is absolutely gorgeous. I use one myself. So, and the website is thejewelrycloset.co, C-O, and um, we will have then uh, the prototypes at the ASD Market Week. So, Leslie, tell us about your the steps you went through for prototyping. Well, I, I say it's a little bit akin to building the plane while you're flying. So you know you're going to take off. You know you definitely want to land, but it's the building part that gets a little messy. So I started with the cardboard and the duct tape and all that and thought, hmm, then the PowerPoint drawings. And I found that with PowerPoint drawings, there aren't many fabricators that really want to talk to you. So I kind of pulled myself up by the bootstraps and uh, found a design engineer to do some really, really nice drawings for me. And I got um, a couple of prototypes made, and I'm very happy with the results. Uh, As I said, I use one of the prototypes myself every day, and I love it. My um, next and final prototype, well, I hope final prototype, is the one I'll have at ASD Market Week on display, and that's for custom closets. It is um, probably the simplest and easiest uh, to install, and it's also scalable. Um, Most importantly, it's a great improvement on what closet companies offer today, which is generally a lot of drawers that you can never see what you got. Well, and I think the important thing for our listeners to understand, it's taken about three years to get this far from, wow, I think I'll do this, and you're 
you know, having then at the show a final sexy prototype. So it is not fast, and I think that's one of the biggest things that our inventors run into is their expectation, oh, this will be done next week. Well, they haven't even started it next week. It's going to take two months to get it done. And so it takes time. It sure does, and then it's really a refine, uh, design and refine process. So I spent so much time working with the design engineer on the drawings. So that part was, you know, you have to get it right, and so uh, then you shoot out what you hope is a functional prototype. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. So you just kind of go through that cycle over and over again until you, you know, reach that uh, hopefully sexy prototype that you're going to have at the, you know, on display at the show. Well, I know that setting a time for a show is a motivator for some folks because they say, you know, I need this by the show. I need this by the show. And then because I see inventors frequently say, well, I need to get this done and I need to get this done. And, you know, months go by and they haven't done anything. But a show now is a motivator because there's a deadline involved. It, it absolutely is. I found a fabulous fabricator who um, is putting together this final demo prototype as we speak. Uh, I'm really excited about it. So I'm hoping that there'll be a lot of people that love it too. Well, I, I know that the the people that I've shown it to have loved it, especially me and then my husband who will buy it for me as a gift. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, I've got things that are in baggies and things that are hanging and then a small jewelry. So I get it because I've been there, done that, and, and still looking for a solution. So, yay, that's awesome. And we are looking forward to having you at the show. Um, you know, the past shows that we've gone to were very limited, and this is one that allows us to bring everything from cool new jewelry storage, the jewelry closet, um, to the gentleman that we had on before who was in construction. So it is a wonderful opportunity to go to this show. And we invite anybody out there who's got a product, who's working on it, to give us a call, reach out, and join us at ASD Market Week in March 2024. All right, Rita, how do we, uh, how do we get in touch with uh, Leslie? Uh, she's on your site. She is, she will be, and it's thejewelrycloset.co. If you are looking for her website, um, you can reach her through the website. I saw her contact information on there yesterday. All right. Leslie, thank you for being our guest. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right. That was Leslie Holland. Check out the Jewelry Closet. We're going to take a short break along with my sidekick. The inventor lady herself, Rita Cropton. We can have Adam Wickelman. Adam's actually a sponsor of the show, so we want to make sure we take care of our sponsors. So always do like to mention that in advance when a, a person is a sponsor, that uh, who they are, so we can help them. 